Hello there. It's showtime, Mr. Funny Bones. With your hosts, Tyler Kane and Alex Lyshow, this is Two Clowns and a Goat. Dude, are you okay? I I am good. I'm very good. How are you? <laughs> doing great. Doing great. Um, today was just like it was such an easy day. Like the past three Thursdays have just been a Friday, I and I come to work and it's on Saturday and it doesn't make any sense. I do. I'm telling you, Thursdays are the new Friday. I don't know when it changed, but it's like good and it's also kind of terrible because like you're still there. <laughs> you are still there, but it, it's great. Because Friday, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on, but. Other than today, it's normally been pretty laid back on Friday. Yeah. So how was it being the last one in the office? It was great. Everyone left at three uh, and went home, and I was the last one there until six, chugging away. Okay. But here's the good news. Here's the good news. I went to Starbucks after. Got a pumpkin spice cold <laughs> brew. <laughs> okay. It didn't get hotter than like 55 here today. It's chilly. People are wearing jackets. Ah, oh, just that's amazing. It's cold. It's fall, and it that, was That sounds time. so amazing. It was time. So that has saved my day. I have, like, there'll be, like, two days a week, I'll get up from work, or I'll get up out of bed, and I'm just, just exhausted. And I don't know if, are you an ironer? I am, no, I am not an ironer. Are you going to sh- throw the shirt in the dryer and hope it looks less wrinkled? That's exactly what I'm <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so there's some days where I'm just, like, like, there's three shirts I have. I'm staring at one right now. They're just always extraordinarily wrinkled, no matter how 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 long you're in the dryer. Okay. And so, uh, just because I have like a selection of probably seven shirts, and like you run out, and so two days a week, I'll usually try and wear a sweatshirt, like okay. a nice sweatshirt. Right. But it's so hot outside, it just makes it unbearable. So I need that winter weather to come, and I can just wear sweatshirts like all week, and it'll be fine. Dude, I wore a hoodie today. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, there is no gosh. better feeling than a hoodie. I, I miss it. I, I miss it. I can't wait to just, just just wear sweaters, hoodies, jackets all the time. Oh, man. Dude, yesterday was so interesting. I got back, and I opened up my back door, and it was, like, it was pretty cold, dude. Like, to the point where I'm laying there, and my phone died because it got too cold inside. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sitting there under a blanket, all cuddled up on this couch, like, let's go. It just felt right, dude. It felt like... Um, so something I meant to follow up with like months ago, did you ever finish Stranger Things? That's weird because I was thinking about that today, actually. It's weird that you brought that up. <laughs> I only, I've only seen the first season still. Still, dude, come on. I, I don't think I have plans to watch the rest. I think I'm going to leave what? it there. I just don't have time. You don't have time? How do you, like, you can finish that in a day. It's so addictive. I know, I know I could. I'm just, I just don't have time anymore with football uh, on. Like, if I had my Sundays open, I probably would. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, because they put out the, like, usually it takes them, like, two years to get a full season out. And then they just put out the teaser for season four, and it comes out, like, in the spring, I think. Yes, So yes. It, it's pretty, it's pretty great. Uh, can I ask you a question totally off topic? Yes. How do you get rid of gnats? No idea. I've had are gnats, they in your apartment? I've had gnats around my sink for about a week. I've killed probably 30 of them. My, my, my counters, my sink, everything is spotless. 
There's no food out. I have no idea what to do. You could open the window and it would get super cold and hopefully they would just leave. That's what. That's why I opened the door yesterday. <laughs> I opened the door. I was trying to freeze them out or let them fly out. And they didn't. I don't know. Because like when we first moved in here, there was a nap problem. Like They were all in the bathroom. I'd like be sitting here playing Fortnite and a couple of them would attack the screen. I have to smack at them. <laughs> but it's just they've gone away over time. So uh, I, I don't know. Maybe because there's this thing you can buy. And we bought it at our old house because like we had so many flies in the backyard because it was just a mess. And so you would just like hang it. Yeah. And it like attracts them and they land on it and they get stuck. It's just like super sticky okay, and then they okay. die. So it looks absolutely disgusting when you see how many like flies and gnats there are, but it works. Can I buy that at like Walmart or something? I think so. Uh, I actually, have, it was like, I have absolutely no idea what it's called. Okay, um, okay. But like, the gnat trap. Yeah, gnat trap, fly, tra- fly trap, I think is what it was. I think it was a fly trap. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so. I'll have to go get one of those because <laughs> they're flying around right now. I just, I hate it. <laughs> I just hate it. Um, did anything exciting happen today? Uh, really nothing. I didn't play ping pong Ooh. today. Uh, nothing happened other than that's the Starbucks trip was the highlight of my day so far. And well, that's a false, podcast, false statement. <laughs> something huge happened today. What? We got followed back on Twitter by <laughs> Daily Nate Peterman. Uh, let me go check this out right now because I haven't even <laughs> Who is this guy? So basically, I'll, I'll give you the backstory. I was in – like last Friday, I think I texted – like I got kicked out of the house. My dad got kicked out from book club, right? Right. And we were walking around TJ Maxx, and I saw this shirt. And it's on our Twitter right now. So if you follow us on Twitter, you can go look at it. It's the most recent tweet. If you don't follow us on Twitter, you need to go follow us on Twitter. And it's a shirt. And obviously, Spider-Man's secret identity is Peter Parker. And so half the shirt says Pete. And then the other half says Er-Man. Like Spider-Man <laughs> underneath and Pete. And so I tweeted at Daily Nate, new officially licensed at Daily Nate gear, because it says Peter-Man. And he didn't like it. He didn't retweet it. He didn't even reply. But we got to follow back. So (laughs) this is an absolute win. Between this and having uh, that incredible Jay Cutler account like our tweet, I think we're we're moving up. Dude, this is moving up. This is huge. I told you. Yeah, big news. Big news. I, I didn't even see this tweet. That you did. Daily Nate gear. This is genius. <laughs> Dude, you're like a social media savant, TC. I, I know how to work them. I know how to work them. It blows my mind that there is not like a Nathan Peterman account. There are a ton of Nathan Peterman fan accounts, but no actual Nathan Peterman account. Dude, I think my favorite part about the internet is like picking like these like Nathan Peterman types or like, uh, yep. you know, just like these, like, like these random guys you give them an account and you just like keep this little like yeah going because i don't know i love it i don't even know how to describe it without us jay cutler wouldn't have an official twitter account that's true we are his official twitter account like like, so the guy from the uh bachelor in paradise who's like the bartender like there's these people in the world that are just like legendary mm -hmm. and i can't really describe why they just are suitcase guy suitcase guy exactly it's the perfect example. Like, it's people you didn't know you needed, 
until they just appeared. Yes. And now you don't know where you would be without them. Dude, and they all lived in obscurity until the internet kind of <laughs> tore back the cape on all of them. Yeah. Yeah, like, gosh, what was that weird sweater guy? Do you remember that? Oh, uh, Ken Bone? Yeah, Ken Bone. Ken Bone from the presidential debate. Yeah. He's a, he's a red sweater, right? Yeah, that was. Yeah, red yeah, okay, sweater yeah, guy. Same guy. Kenneth okay. Bone. Legend. <laughs> Forever in the annals of the internet. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Now, now it's Peterman, so this is great. <laughs> uh, um, did you see the Joker yesterday? I did not. Did you see the Joker yesterday? I did not. Okay, we'll save that for next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw... I've seen a lot of really good things about it so far. I have too. I have too. Yeah. So uh, I'm really interested to see how it goes. The Irish said that it was um, very good, odd, but very good. The Starbucks lady today also said very good. <laughs> David Bakhtiari said best Joker laugh ever. Uh, so I'm, I have not heard one negative thing. Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Adams both said yep. it was also really good. Yep. Good call. Hold on, can you hear me? Uh, dude, TC, Joker right now with 63,000 reviews is in a 9-2. That's crazy. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, it's going to go down. It always goes down after. Oh, oh yeah, weekend, yeah, it'll go down. But that is a great yeah, opener. That is still shocking. It's that high. And with, oh, I didn't know De Niro's in that movie. De Niro's in that movie? He's the second one uh, listed here on IMDb, yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. I didn't either. I haven't seen him in any of the trailers at all. I didn't either. Uh, that reminds me, i got to watch The Irishman this weekend. Oh, yes, on Netflix. Yeah, good call. Um, okay, so speaking of like this whole internet thing, so yeah. obviously we had the whole Area 51 raid. Yes. And so I challenged you, what's yes. next? So I have, I have two ideas okay. that I think we could uh, kick off here. The it. first is uh, a trip to the North Pole. Okay. Everyone goes north at the same time. It's just a huge northerly migration. Okay. You hang out up there. You stay warm. Maybe you – I don't know. You cuddle like penguins. Yeah. Everyone brings a beer to stay warm. and it's, it's like a party up there. Yeah, of course. The second idea is a Chuck E. Cheese pilgrimage. <laughs> Dude, oh my gosh! I was literally talking about going to Chuck E. Cheese two days ago. <laughs> Dude, why are we so like always on sync like that? This is weird. So the way I see this happening is, it's just hundreds of thousands of people on one day, all of a sudden, just show up to Chuck E. Cheese, and they're like, "What do we do?" That's as far ahead as I have this thought out. I don't know. Okay, so for North Pole idea. That's the perfect Christmas in July celebration. It's hot. Interesting. Cold. Let's go to the North Pole. Let's get, I think the, whole, the entire world votes on one guy to be a Santa impersonator. And throughout the entire course of the year, you have a Santa competition leading up to this. And then this is your, this is your Santa in July. Yes. In the North Pole. Go get him. Yes. <laughs> I Sponsored like by it. Coke. It's easy. Of course. Yeah. Um, so for Chuck E. Cheese at work, there's this one was one of the recruiters. She's leaving. She's moving to Buffalo. And, Buffalo, great city. <laughs> and they're like, we need to do something for a celebration. And I was just like, kind of listening. 
and they're all throwing ideas. And Tyler, what do you think? I was like, I mean, all that sounds fine. They're like, no, what do you think? I was like, well, let's go to Chuck E. Cheese. And they're all laughing. I was like, no, 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 let's think about it. Chuck E. Cheese has skee-ball. Chuck E. Cheese has pizza. Chuck E. Cheese has competition and tickets. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Dude, it, it, it's an American establishment. I, when's the last time you've been to Chuck E. Cheese? I think I've only been like once in my life. It's I, I one think, of those. Yeah. It's one of those memories where it's like it's in your head, but you don't know why because you were so young. You yep. don't really remember anything but like an image. Yep. I have an image of a Chuck E. Cheese. That's it. I have an image. Uh, there was just this one day. This one day. I perfected the 500 ski ball toss over and over and over again. And <laughs> I'd get tickets. I'd get the 500s. I'd grab more tickets. I'd get the 500s just constantly. Until I like ran out. I think I had like 7 or $8. I spent it all on ski ball. And I, I, every time I see it, and I've tried ski ball since then, I haven't been able to get it. So that's why I'm wondering of Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, did you know that Chuck E. Cheese was made by the guy who made Atari? <laughs> no. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, his name's Nolan something. And it, and the original name, it wasn't Chuck. It wasn't uh, Chuck E. Cheese. It was like Ralph something, I think. I can't find it. That though. rat looks like a Ralph. I think it was Ralph the Rat. I can't find it right now. Hmm. but I was remember thinking how strange it was. They had those weird mechanical singing things too. I never even got that as a kid. I didn't see the connection there, but... Uh, didn't they have something with like uh, wasn't there something with Chuck E. Cheese pizza recently? Yeah. Oh my what, gosh, what was it? That what they was it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that uh for leftover pizza, they would kind of mash it up into another pizza. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Which I don't think turned out to be true, but I just kinda of like to believe that it is anyway. It's definitely true. Yeah. Like you can't it's make that true. up. That's just it's true. Um let me ask you this. Remember that, remember that lady that went to Wendy's maybe 10 years ago and, like, had a finger and a chili? Yeah, yeah. First thing, I think that was fake. But do you think you could pull off a little hoax like that? Like, you show up to a fast food place, you throw something in there, and you try and sue them for a couple million? Yes. Like you cut um, off a toe? <laughs> I think at certain Panda Expresses, you could get away with that. Um. Is it Panda Expresses or Panda Express I? Panda Express. <laughs> Panda, Panda Express. Uh, where else? Taco Bell. Oh my gosh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell, like, you could. It's in. It's getting thrown into that stew. Something. Something is brewing there. I wouldn't be surprised if they've hidden so many things already. Okay, let me ask you this: You lo- you love McDonald's as much as I do, I believe. Yes. Right. Let's say you found some sort of human body part in your burger okay would that deter your future visits to mcdonald's or would you power through like how how committed are you to ronald mcdonald i find a human body part in my burger i (laughs) sue mcdonald's i get the money i'm not deterred i feel like (laughs) there was a mistake there was a mistake they paid for it we're even I can go back and get my fries now. I agree. I mean, they've served, what, over a trillion people now? Yeah. I mean, what's one in a trillion? One in a trillion? Exactly. It's essentially negligible. It's got to happen to somebody. If it's me, as long as they pay up for it, we're good. If they don't pay up for it, it's over. It's so close to zero. Did it even happen ever? Exactly. I don't know. 
Now um, we're talking calculus. Here's a question for you. Who wins in a one-on-one fight to the death? Ronald McDonald or Chuck E. Cheese? Go on, Chuck E. Cheese. I'm with you. Yeah. A life-size rat. I mean, I can definitely see because you know that like McDonald's, he's got practice. He's got that whole uh, the burger, burger, burger. The oh, the bur. Uh, oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. They definitely go a few rounds. So I think Ronald's definitely more experienced. But uh, Chucky's hiding something. He's hiding something. Yeah. I'm well, giving and, the upper hand. And he's got those teeth. If he sinks those in you, man, Ronald's bleeding out in the ground. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, you could. If all the head coaches in the NFL got in a fight, like you wouldn't think Bill Belichick would win, but I am not betting against Bill Belichick. Yeah. He's got that little rat feistiness in him. Like he's yeah. winning that fight. Yeah, he's got like a little a little knife hidden in his in his pocket. Oh yeah, and he just deep pulls inside it out, the, you. Deep inside the sweatshirt, he's just got he's got a whole little Batman utility belt <laughs> somewhere. Or he pulls it out of his sock right next to the challenge flag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So okay, my internet thing that's going to catch on and be great um so we rated area 51 okay we're gonna raid fort knox and it's not gonna work and it's gonna turn into another festival called knox knox and it is the world's largest knock knock joke festival (laughs) and you have it's like a carnival you got some corn dogs you got some popcorn a few little live music stations here and there and then the main event is just the knock knock joke competition. I think you're an absolute savant. <laughs> That's one of the best ideas you've ever had. Like I texted, dude. Oh, my, I can't wait till we get into this whole movie thing. I think I, te- I came up with this idea and then some of the movie ideas, and I texted them to you at the same. Like, I think I texted. <laughs> you're having an idea so stupid that you just feel like pure <laughs> gold. This is this is one of them. Wait, so you were not referring to the knock knocks? Festival. Oh no 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 no! Oh my <laughs> TC, how do you top that? I how do you wait. top that? Um, so I was thinking about this last night because uh, obviously Thursday night football is now on Twitch again. Right? Have you ever heard of Twitch Plays? No. What is that? Okay, so it started. Gosh, maybe senior year of high school. Twitch put on this Twitch channel called Twitch Plays, and the okay. biggest one they do is Twitch Plays Pokemon. And so they started off running, they ran all the Pokemon games from the very beginning, like onward. And it was like, <laughs> when you talk about weird cultural phenomenons in video games, like the Twitch plays Pokemon, it's insane with just some of the stuff that happened. But so basically you watch the Twitch channel and you know how Twitch has a chat? Yeah. You can control it. And so like, it's just like a Game Boy game. You can press up, left, right, A, B, start, select, all that stuff. In the chat? In the chat. And okay. so the chat is all however many people are in the chat are the ones playing Pokemon. Okay. And so they just play the Pokemon game. They beat it. They beat every single one. It's honestly insane. Um, huh. I think we should have a Twitch plays NFL. Okay. You have no offensive coordinator. It's just Twitch calling the NFL plays like Madden <laughs> style. They have controlling the, the legitimate game. They just call the place. They just call that the place. is fascinating. I would be so interested to see how Twitch improved the Jets' offense. What like, do you think they would change? I don't know. Like, say you got an entire offensive playbook, and you could flip the page and just click on a play. 
And whichever one it, has the most votes, they run. Yeah. Whichever one has the most votes, they run. I, I think it would be good. I think it would be super interesting to see how a defensive coordinator tried to plan for absolutely no offensive game plan at all. Just random hundreds of thousands of viewers trying to beat them. I kind of like this a lot, dude. Could you imagine how much viewership would increase? Could you imagine the effects on the gambling world? All right. <laughs> the Patriots are playing the Bills. Oh, but Josh so McDaniels, rigged. like one out of every, no, two out of every 32 teams once a week loses their offensive coordinator to Twitch chat. This is fascinating. I think that would be great. I, I think it would be. It, uh, for some reason, my head is going towards virtual reality. Oh, like if there was, gosh, that would be If there fun. was a virtual game where hundreds of thousands of viewers are somehow controlling it, calling plays or whatever, I mean, it, it, that would be insane to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I would really like to, like, obviously, you could just do a Twitch Plays Madden, but, like, it's much more fun if it's real football. Yeah, I think uh, you're right. So that train of thought today led me to think if you were put just one day, you won the lottery, you are now the Packers offensive coordinator. How, how good do you think you could be? I, I don't think I would be good at all because I would basically just run the ball a lot. <laughs> I, think, I think if you run the ball, you win the games. I don't care how pass-happy this league gets. <laughs> Establish the run, beat them down in the fourth quarter. So I'd run it probably 60 to 70% of the time, do a couple boots off of that. Uh, s- slow down there, Adam Gates. Listen, it is a new league here. You have Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to throw the ball? No, I'm going to give it to Aaron Jones and establish the run. Listen, yeah. fantasy homer. In the game, <laughs> trust your quarterback. I, you, like, I, if I was handed an offensive playbook, all I would do is throw the ball. I might not run it once. Dude, they're just going to pin their ears back and come after you. They're going to get to me either way with the Jets offensive line. <laughs> Might as well try to hit a, hit a deep one. That's a good point. <laughs> Are we assuming that your quarterback has a healthy spleen? Um, you know what? Since it's me calling the plays, yeah, I'll give him a healthy spleen. Okay, okay. I will say this. The only play calling I've ever done is in Madden, and it never went very well. I was never great at Madden because I always ran the same couple plays over and over. <laughs> it was the stick and nod. Always the stick and nod with the tight end up the seam. That was unguardable and quick slants. Yep. That's what I ran. Yeah. I, I had like a series of five plays, and on like three of those plays, I would change all the routes, but I, I, I don't know. But like, <laughs> you just get addicted to the same plays. Like, I see how some defensive or offensive coordinators get that because yeah. it works. Why would you change it? Yeah. 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 My Madden strategy was I call a play, I hurry up to the line, I audible to some slants or goes, and that's, that's it. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Everybody's the same. That's cool. Um, so do you want to get into football or do you have anything else to bring up? Uh, should we do our bachelor picks? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Let's do that. Let's um, do our bachelor. Let's get these on the record. <laughs> Let's get these on the record. I don't think they've started filming yet, so I, I, I haven't. I don't think so either. Or at least we haven't so, heard anything if they had. I haven't heard anything either. So okay. this will be our very first uh, picks with no reality Steve influence. No yes. chance of it. Yeah. No. We, well, I mean, we picked these a few weeks ago, but now we're getting them straight. We're tearing yes. each other's picks down. Um, did you get the link I sent you? 
Yes. Okay. I have yep. the pictures I got pulled up, so I actually yep. know who I'm talking about. They took down the Facebook post. I was looking for the Facebook post. They did. Gone. They took that down very early on, like when it when they first came out. It they took it uh, off by the time I clicked the link at lunch that day. That's so weird. I don't know yep. why they did that. I don't know because this is basically the Facebook post that we're looking at here. So yeah. Okay. Um, so give me your top four. Okay. So right now, and I actually changed one from when we uh, originally okay. announced them. Okay. So, Sarah C. Sarah C. You like Sarah C. She's almost all the way near the bottom. Okay. Oh, because it's in alphabetical order. No, it's not. It's not in alphabetical order. Sarah C. Oh, I see her. Oh, yeah. I like Sarah C. Yeah, you like Sarah C. Sarah C. I like Sarah C. I am falling in love with Sarah C. It's set in stone. Uh, so Sarah C, Savannah M, she's near the top. Savannah M. Uh, I see her as kind of okay. like that blonde that is just so attractive. She's going to be in the top four just because Peter can't okay. bear to cut her. Okay, okay. I like Sarah C better, but okay. Yeah, I like Sarah C better too, but Savannah M's up there. Okay, uh, okay. Hannah Ann. Oh, get who you that. hate. Get who that is the most out of here. adorable girl next door ever. No, dude. Yes. No. Yes. Let me finish. And then you can attack me later. And then uh, okay. Lexi. Lexi B from New York City. Lexi B. You hate her. Top, too. bottom? Uh, kind of the middle. She's the redhead. Oh, she's the redhead. <laughs> can you give me the green light when I can attack? Uh, no, I got to hear yours first. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me get – hold on. Let me find Lexi B. I want to just see her one last time before I go on my rant. Where is she? Right below know. Peyton M. Right above oh, there she is. Kira's oh, from my. Roswell, Georgia. Wow. Okay. All right. Lexi, okay. All right. I'll let it go. Okay. <laughs> I have Jasmine winning the show. I don't understand that at all. I have Jasmine winning the show. She just looks like a total sweetheart. She just looks like a great, great girl. So she's winning the show. She's also from Texas. Is he from Texas or California? I thought he was from like Mississippi. Oh, we'll have to reach out to Bachelor Suitcase Guy. He'll probably yeah, know. get that confirmed. So Jasmine's winning. Uh, I then have Sydney H, first one at the top from Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Very one at the top. Blue dress or indigo. I think she's beautiful. Mm. Uh, don't don't mm me. She's beautiful, <laughs> and she's from Bama, and he's got things for girls from Bama. Well, uh, we'll get into that. All right, continue. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Three is Kelsey W. She's near the bottom. She sounds familiar. She's, yep. Uh, yep. Okay. I think she is. She might. She might win this thing. Honestly, she she looks like a nice girl to me. Des Moines, Iowa. Midwestern values. And then fourth, I have Jenna S. Jenna is kind of in the middle. Okay, I just found her. Um, okay. All right. Uh, let's, let's let the bars down a bit. Um, Good. Peter. And this is, this is part of the reason. Obviously, I picked Hannah Ann because I'm in love with her. Uh, but another big reason. Peter is just getting over a girl named Hannah. Yes. From the South. 
with a country accent. Her name is Hannah. She's from Knoxville, Tennessee. She 100% has a country accent. He's not going to be able, he's going to listen to her voice and just think this is Hannah B. I have to keep this girl around for a bit. Whether she's good or bad, she's sticking around for a while. I kind of like the logic. Thank you. I do like the logic, but here's my problem. She looks crazy to me. She does not. What? Cover everything but her smile. That's a creepy smile. It's an awkward smile. She's not comfortable in front of the camera because she's a sweet southern girl. Dude, she looks too confident in front of the camera. Oh, she's, my she's gosh. Got, look at that confident hand, smile. Hand on hip, arm down. She's like, yeah, look at me. Yeah, I know it. I know <laughs> okay, I'm cute. Okay, you want to debate posture? We can debate I do. posture. It, it's all in the body language, TC. Let's go up to Sydney H. Every part of her screams confidence and arrogance. She's looking straight at the camera. She's got her full body facing, hands on the hips like Wonder Woman. She thinks she owns the building. Dude, she, you, but you could tell she's, got, she's very genuine. She's got a very soft smile, <sighs> soft eyes. No, she's a predator. A gentle soul, she's dude. out for his heart. I'm not buying this. She's a gentle soul. Okay, well, all right. Thoughts on Sarah C's posture? Uh, Sarah C. She's right below Kelsey W. Okay, hold on. She's also, I think, the only one wearing blue jeans. I don't know what that means, but I like it. It means something. Oh, no, I I like Sarah C. She looks kind of lax. She looks kind of cool. She looks nice. Okay. I like the I like the single hand in the pocket. Like, yeah, I know what to do with my hands. Exactly, she, she's yeah. comfortable. Great smile, nice hair, jeans. She's casual. Okay, uh, that's a good. That's my favorite pick that you've made. She's okay. She's good. What do you think about uh, Kelsey W? Okay, so Kelsey W, um, Kylie R, Victoria P, Mykenna D. Courtney P and Avon Lee E. I could draw a straw and think they were the same person. They yes. are all lumped into that blonde girl that's going to go far mix. I don't know how to distinguish them from each other. Let me tell you how. Okay. Most of these blonde girls are They are shells. also almost all doing the same posture just looking at it that's crazy yes one of either hand on hip or both hands on hips that's that's the general look most of these blonde girls they know they're hot they know it they've been told it their whole life and they are what i see with kelsey w is she's got a good girl vibe she knows she's cute but she's got the personality to back it up that's what i see from that smile and I'm telling you, I keep saying this, it's all in the eyes. You can tell everything about these girls from their eyes. Kelsey W is a good girl. She's the blonde that is going the furthest. I still think it's a coin flip. So I have two, I, I changed my pick from Kylie to Savannah for my blonde. Just because I think Savannah has, there's a spark there. I don't know what it is. She's like the fourth one from the top. But she stands out to me out of all of them. Uh, no, yeah, I like Savannah's probably my second favorite blonde. Kylie, the one that you bailed on, good move. She's yeah, crazy. The, the more the more I listen to everybody, see, I think 
the crazy ones can be fun for the show. Yeah, that made me the think they're going to keep her around a bit. She could be a potential kind of sleeper pick, but I don't want to support someone I don't like. And yeah. so, like, I'm obviously falling in love with Hannah Ann and Sarah C and Lexi B. Savannah M is falling in love potential. So we'll see. How I, I like Savannah M. I, I like her. That's a good pick. Uh, what do you think about uh, near the bottom, right above uh, Kelsey W, a couple, Katrina B? She was like my alternative. Like I almost threw her in there. I think she's really cute. You want to talk about kind of awkward, crazier? Like her face screams, I don't want to be here. It it screams she could be insane. Yes. It could also scream that. Um, But if she's not insane, that's wife material. She has a very big earring. It's everything that stands out. It's confident play. I'm trying to zoom in and figure out what it is. It almost looks like a half moon, but could also this. be. I, I like your hands a lot. It's a nice watch. Is that a ring on her finger? Yeah, but that that's can, right. That, that, that's right hand. That right, right hand. hand. She's got one on her left hand too. On the middle finger. What does that mean? I think that means hey, I'm looking to. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking to land a pilot. <laughs> is that what that means? I, that's what Bachelor Suitcase guy told me. Could it be a mood ring? Uh, if it is, I'm hardcore bailing on this. I think, she's... I think everyone on the show should wear mood rings at all times. And <laughs> you can leave it up to the viewers how to interpret that. <laughs> Freeze frame, zoom in, guess the color, see what's going on. It's like those... Uh, dude, can you imagine if all the girls wore those little starfish earrings from Aquamarine? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, were just, that were just talking. There are three bad. people so... that reference Aquamarine. My sister, you, and Brienne. That's <laughs> it. I've never heard anyone else in my life ever even mention the movie. Ever. It's so strange to me. Uh, dude, TC, the more I look at Katrina B, the more I'm like, she's a babe. Uh, yeah. I you're, really, you're I really like her a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I need I need something about Lexi B. I don't understand what you see that you don't like. This is New York girl. New York. She's from New York. Okay, What's wrong with New York? She's like three okay. down from Katrina B. Okay. Here's what I see from Lexi B. Firstly, she's a redhead. She's different. Okay. Now, red hair normally translates to fiery personality. Okay. You mix that with a New York attitude. And she stands out. You mix that with a New York attitude and like this 1930s weird like paper dress that she's wearing. I love it. It looks like it's made of like confetti paper. It looks really cool. You know those streamers that you hang up at birthday parties? That's what her dress is made out of. What a creative person. She is. She probably made it herself. Dude, she's a firework. I'm telling you right now. Red hair. What's New York attitude. Listen, amongst all of the California blondes, the sweet Southern girls is this one stand up redhead with some spirit. I'm not saying she could win it, but I'm saying Peter's going to notice her. Dude, that Peter picture them together. There's no way Peter ends up with that. 
let's see where Peter's from. It might be California. Um, I'm going to guess Louisiana because he was on the coast, wasn't he? He's not a Louisiana guy. I want to change my guess. I'm going to change my guess to Peter Texas. I, I, for some reason, I'm thinking Texas or California. But remember, he like flew over the bachelor house on his like hometown date. Yeah, he's Vaguely. from California. He's Shoot. from California. Okay. Um, man, Peter still lives at home. What? That's a red flag. He's like thirty. Mm. Well, he's got a lot of red flags that the show is just ignoring. So he's a thirty. We tried to warn him. Um, okay, so do you have a sleeper pick right now? Uh, Katrina is going to be my sleeper. I do like your uh, Sarah C pick. Let me scroll through real fast. There's one other girl I thought was cute. Uh, dude, I-, I might change out my Jenna S pick for uh, Katrina. Okay. Uh, you can Um. That's not official. That's not official. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll let you know if it becomes yeah, official. Yeah, marinate. So Jade M has something. Jade M. Um, where is she in relation to somebody? I like you. I like two of your picks, TC. I think Jade M has something, and then my other sleeper is going to be uh, Lauren M. Just because there has been a history of Lauren's going far on the show. So I feel like it'd be foolish not to at least consider her. Jade M, you said? Yeah, Jade M. Okay. She looks kind of like uh, uh, the youngest Kardashian. She does, doesn't she? I knew What's she was familiar. And I don't Kylie. know if it's just the way her hair is perfectly cut right where it is, but it looks like her whole head is photoshopped on. Yeah, it does. What, what was the second one? Uh, Lauren M near the bottom. For the sole reason that her name is Lauren. That's it. Lauren M. It's funny how there's a couple girls. Oh, I see Lauren M. <laughs> Look at the girl right under Lauren M. <laughs> I don't okay. know. I'm off. Uh, there's something weird there. I'm off. Yeah, there is something weird there. Uh, I, my sleeper is going to be Megan H. From Daly, Daly City, California. Ooh, yeah. Okay. It's not a bad pick. Actually, actually, no, I'm switching. Victoria P. Victoria, Victoria P. P. I like Victoria P. I think it's because yeah. she's wearing very bright colors. Victoria P is my sleeper. I, I, can, I can get down with that. Okay. So I think that's such bachelor talk. Uh, All right. I feel like, gosh, pick out of our group who's winning this year. Uh, I mean, it's either you or me. Yeah, we're kind of dominating this, aren't we? Oh, we kind of dominate. I mean, Rhea thinks she's good, but... She's, just, she's most in tune with all the drama, but she just doesn't know how to pick. Tori's normally pretty good. Yeah, uh, she, Tori is always like right there and then yeah. just can't make the final push. Yeah, and, and she can never get the bonus points, the superlatives. No, no, she it's, can't. It's weird that we're the only ones that ever get those. Yeah, they really they need to focus more. I think they lose focus during the show. They get distracted by the show. And yeah. they, I don't know. I hope they it, turn it around this year. I still it's think like they, they make their initial picks and they think their work is done. Yeah. It's like they think the rose is the only thing that matters. Yeah. And that's, the that's rose really It's probably hard. the least important thing. <laughs> I know. I don't know what they're thinking. And then, yeah, you know, Caitlin is, I don't know if she even plays. I don't even know if she's alive. 
Is she even in the group anymore? Um, I don't know. Ever since someone changed the name off of Sloth Squad, I have issues fighting the group chat. <laughs> I know. It's like every week it's like either you or me is behind the less than sign. Because yeah, <laughs> I, I change it periodically. I don't know if you know that. I keep changing <laughs> I change it to less than, I change it to greater than, and then I switch up the order of the names. <laughs> and it really amuses me. Uh, I love Sloth Squad, dude. I like Sloth Squad better. Sloth Squad, like, if I could the tongue rice. Nice. go to Boston and just meet that girl, like, my life would be great. <laughs> I know. Um, I know. Okay. Should we, uh, should we restore, restore order to our yes. uh, man cards now and yes. talk about football? <laughs> yes. Let's please move on to football. All right. Cool. Okay. So let's start off with our teams. Um, yes. What's in the cards for the Packers this week? Uh, very big game against Dallas in Jerry World. Uh, yep. Devontae Adams is out. Kevin King is doubtful with a groin. Balaga is questionable. Jamal Williams is out. Uh, it's not looking good. But I think uh, Rogers' history in Jerry World, those are the best games he's ever played are in that building for some reason. He won the Super Bowl in that building. He had the Jared Cook toe-tap drag in the divisional round of the playoffs. He had a Devontae Adams. Uh, where where did Dez catch it? Dez caught it in Lambeau. Okay. Uh, so I think Rodgers is going to just go off. I think we're going to get Aaron Jones going because we have to because there's no other running backs. Uh, and I think our defense is going to play much better than it did last week. I think we go in there, we lose a close game by three or four. Okay. Okay. Which, I mean, isn't terrible. It's not terrible. It, we'd be three and two. We have a uh, we have Lions next week, which is a tough game. Yeah. Then we have Raiders. Then we have Chiefs. Yeah. So we might come out of that like four and four, and then push for the playoffs after that, which I'm fine with. Yeah. So uh, I think it's gonna be really interesting to see what the Cowboys can do because um, they kind of got exposed last week. I think in yeah. terms of offense. So I, I wouldn't say. I mean, the Packers' defense, I mean, it did okay. I, I, the more I think about it, the more I think it's okay because the Eagles are supposed to have a really good offense. They're supposed to have a really yes. good – Carson Wentz is supposed – like, they did everything they were supposed to do against the defense. And the defense yeah. is young. And so I would say the Saints' defense is about on par with the Packers' defense in terms of talent. Okay. So who knows? I'd agree with um, that, yeah. If we can stop Zeke, I think we'll be okay because, well, King is out, and that's huge. Because yeah. King has been playing so well. Yeah, he did really good against the Eagles. He stood out. Al- yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, uh, his backup, Tony Brown, who's been balling out in training camp, he's also out. Yikes. So, so we're ravaged right now. I don't know who's going to come in at corner. We might move Tremont outside and bring in Josh Jackson to the slot. I don't know. It's, But they don't have uh, Gallup, I don't think. I don't think he's going to play. Yeah. Randall Cobb so, revenge game? I, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if he catches the game winner. I wouldn't either. Here's um, the good news, though. Jair's going to shut down Amari. I, I don't know. It's not going to happen. And, and if he, yeah, dude, Jair is better than Lattimore. Lattimore took him away last week. And if you take Amari out, Dak isn't the same. I, I wouldn't say it's uh, – I think it depends. I, I think there are definitely plays Amari's open. I, I, I think it's weird because Cooper can get open against anybody in the league. I fully believe that. Okay. Just because you can't one-on-one cover a great route runner the entire game. Right. But 
just with the way the Cowboys run the offense, they try to put Cooper open short, short, short so many times. And if the run game isn't going, then Dak doesn't have that. Like, I, so I, I think if Packers are shut down the run, that kind of shuts down Cooper too. Okay. Um, I don't know, but I'm also a Bama homer, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's a good point, though. That's a good point. I am sick of hearing the word spleen. If I can go my entire life without ever hearing the word spleen again, it'll be too soon. I uh, love the word spleen. It's so fun. <laughs> this entire NFL season so far has just had so many strange storylines. I know. I love it. And <laughs> it's so it, much then. fun when it's not your team that's in the midst of it. Uh, so, like, going into this week, we were all pretty sure Darnold wasn't going to play. And then towards the end of this week, they let him have first team reps. He was throwing the ball great. Everyone said, oh, man, he's back. The team just has this energy. And they were all expecting him to play. And then he didn't play. His spleen was still yeah. swollen. I feel like it was such a troll. It was unfair. They might do this for the next few weeks just to throw off the so, opposing team. <laughs> so I, I do think he will be back next week, uh, which sucks because uh, it's not going to help at all. But we are going to lose to the Eagles, and it stinks because if Donald's back, I think this is a winnable game. I really do. I think Against the Eagles? I think the Eagles' secondary – is so bad. That's true. That's true. That we could at least be competitive. It's winnable. I don't think we'd win, but it would be winnable. Okay, Without Darnold, okay. we're not going to win. No, no, no. It's not going to be no. close. Because Wentz is balling out this year, dude. Yeah. And I mean, our secondary sucks too. So it's not really. If, uh, I'm, if I'm making a Mount Rushmore of the New York Jets, I have three of them already figured out. I need a fourth, but here's the three Joe Namath running out after the Super Bowl three. Hand of the air. Iconic. Yep. Number two, butt fumble. Number three, Darnold's spleen fiasco. That's it. <laughs> That's the big three right now for the New York Jets. They're a dumpster um, fire, dude. My favorite is uh, Fitzpatrick throwing three interceptions against the Bills in 2015 <laughs> to keep us out of the playoffs. Oh, I forgot so, about that. That's incredible. Um, <laughs> I, I, like, I've, I've never been so mad in my life. Dude, this spleen thing, it's so... If I was a Jets fan, I, I would just be like, I don't even think I could be mad. I'd just be like, what? Like, it's just so random. It might never happen again in our lives. Nope. No. Nope. Uh, when's the last time a star quarterback got mono? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, California boy with a big mole in his face comes in New York, makes out with a bunch of chicks, gets mono. Now he can't play football because his spleen might explode. <laughs> <laughs> he might bleed out on the field. <laughs> You can't write uh, a story like you that. You can't. You can't. But so Gase said he worked on the offensive line the entire break. Um, we have That's our good. center was so bad in the preseason that we signed Matt or Ryan Khalil to come in and play center. He's been so bad. He is now getting benched for the guy <laughs> that was originally benched. And we were promoting this other guy to play left guard. Like, <laughs> it's a fiasco. But Gay says they're the five best guys. So if it works. It oh, works. gosh. Um, and it's a disaster in the big but, apple. Yeah. Kalichi Assimile got an injured shoulder on Thursday. He will not play. So Great. already there is the best offensive lineman we have just gone. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I don't expect to win. I'm hoping we can at least score a touchdown and have some something something to look forward to uh but the good news is i predicted 10 and 6 and you can't go 10 and 6 without losing six games so we're almost there 
Gosh, just, it's a good perspective. Yeah, just two more. Uh, the great thing, the really, the really positive news, is we play the Eagles this week. We play Dallas next week. We play the Pats the week after that. After that, we have Jags, Dolphins, Giants, Redskins, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins. What? In a row? In a row. What? Dolphins, Baltimore, Pitt, and Buffalo. So uh... we have a very, very, very easy second half of the schedule. Incredibly easy. Those are like the worst teams in the NFL you just named out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the only – like the Jags, I mean, you don't ever know. I think if Darnold has a good game, we can beat him because our defense can shut down a rookie quarterback. Um, and then Baltimore is maybe a wild card. And then I, th- I think we can compete with Pitt. And revenge game against Buffalo will we'll win. So it's doable. It, it is doable. You guys are 0-4 right now, right? Yep. Okay, so you're going to lose this week to the Eagles. If, if Darnold can come back next week at 0-5, Herndon comes back, the offense clicks a bit, then you get those yeah. cupcake games. You, yeah. You could, so, you could make a playoff run. Yeah. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so we have Dallas in the Pats at home. So if Darnold comes back, I mean, any given Sunday. You got to be Dallas. Any given Sunday. Um, you got to win one of those. The good, like, after the Patriots scored 21 points on us unanswered, the defense shut them down the rest of the game. Yeah. And our offense just couldn't do anything. So, I, I mean, you never know. That's I'm optimistic. I, I am too. I am too. That schedule is unbelievable. That's built for a playoff run, dude. It is. And if it Darnold is. can get hot, people start believing. Yep. It, it could happen. I like so, it, dude. We'll see if Gase can uh, manage to keep the team together. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's not going to happen. But maybe they can keep themselves together. So what, what other games are you looking at this week? Uh, let me look. I think Falcons-Texans is going to be entertaining. That, that'll be a good if game. the Falcons don't do something against the Texans, I think they're done for the year. But the, I, I, Yeah, I agree. But here's the thing. I don't think Houston is that good. I um, I am officially finalizing my Deshaun Watson is overrated take. Ah, I'm putting it in paper. A lot of bad takes recently, dude. He's just not. He's just not good. He, he hangs on the ball so long. He's not the most accurate guy. He, now he's super athletic and will make some crazy plays. But I mean, what did he put up? Ten points last week. He put up um, 10 points on the Panthers at home. What did the Packers put up week one? That was on the road against the league's best defense. Big deal. Listen, it's subjective, okay? They have a terrible offensive line. The Panthers have an underrated secondary. And their defense is not that – like, ah, he's fine. Like, if you we, – we talked about it last week, that whole – if we had to redraft the entire NFL – yeah. He's going top 10. He is. He is. But I, I wouldn't be taking him. <laughs> I, I don't think he's ever going to win a Super Bowl. I don't think he is as special as people are saying he is. Like, did you? So there was that reporter last week that asked him uh, the question about the coverage that the Panthers were running. And yeah, if they I saw thought, that, yeah. Did you see him answer that question? I did. It was genius. Uh, it was genius. I, I, like, he – does everything right for a quarterback to me. 
I think he does have a tendency to hold the ball in the hopes of making a big play, which is just a young quarterback problem. Not that concerning. Look, I think Deshaun Watson, the guy, is so likable. He's got a great story. He's a great guy. He does that thing at the press conference showing off his knowledge. He's a media darling. And that's why he's got this super, super positive image painted about him. But when you watch him play, it, the hype, I just don't see it. Mm. I just don't. He takes so many sacks, dude. Okay. He's, he's got DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Their offensive line is pretty bad. I mean, they fixed the left tackle spot, but it's still not great. They, they have one of the best left tackles in the game. Supposedly. Supposedly. I mean, I'm not going to use that as an excuse for why he should. Like, he just runs around back there nonstop, every play. Nothing's in rhythm. It's just I he mean, hikes the ball, he just starts flailing you around. You could make the same argument for Russell Wilson sometimes. You could, but Russell Wilson's one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen play. The and second Russ, best I've ever seen. Russ has had, like, what, five, six more years to get used to that? Yeah, but Russ is a much more intelligent player, I think. Oh, come on. He's got a better feel for the game. He knows when to take hits. He knows when to slide. <sighs> Whatever. Deshaun is Listen, flailing all over the field. He's a young quarterback doing his best on a team that's not that great up front. That's, that, I mean, that's fair. I can never not watch him and just fully exp- – like, I can't not believe in him. He is an entire offense in and of himself. Yeah, he, yeah he's 10 points at home against the Panthers. <laughs> that's, that's what he is. Okay. With, with the best wide receiver in the league, other than Julio probably. All right, what else are you looking at? I think uh, – I'm looking at Bucks Col- Saints. Bucks Saints could be good. Um, it's gonna, because I want to see what the Bucks can actually do. I think that's going to be a good. Are they actually for real? Um, uh, because with the, how bad the Falcons have been, I mean, with Drew Brees out, Cam out, like everyone in this division is now in competition. Even yeah. Bucks, as crazy as it is, Bucks have a serious chance. We'll see what they do against that defense because the Saints D is it looks legit. Um, I think Colts Chiefs could be good too. I, I agree. I agree. So far, because I do expect Pat to kind of take apart this defense, but I want to see what Jacoby can like. Watching Jacoby has been so frustrating because he does not throw the ball more than ten yards down the field. Usually, yeah. Usually, it's just less. Yeah. And if this turns into a shootout, I want to see if he can hang in there. Dude, that would have been such a fun game with Luck v Mahomes. Oh yeah, it would have been. I, I would. I would say Packers Cowboys is definitely the best game of the week. I, I do want to see, this is purely for selfish reasons, Kyler against the Bengals. Yeah. I think that could be just a total air attack there. I think they could really click in that game. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think Browns 49ers could be better than expected. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I don't know if uh, the Browns corners are still out or not, but if they are, then I think this could turn into maybe a bit high scoring. Um, Have the see. Browns been on primetime every week? It feels like it, honestly. Bears Raiders could be sneaky, actually. It's in London, so you never know what's going to happen in London. Oh, that is in London. Oh, that's at noon in London. Yeah, huh. it's weird. It's later than normal, I think. Um, uh, okay. Do you want to give me your biggest surprises of the year? Yes. Uh, so 
my first one is how incredibly terrible the Dolphins are. Okay. <laughs> okay. Through the first quarter of the season, I don't think I've watched a team as bad as the Dolphins have been. And I don't like I don't think anyone expected them to be like incredibly good this year, but I don't think anyone saw this coming. Um because they had pieces. They had pieces, they had a solid defense. They had just taken Rosen, who could possibly take the next step. They had a new yep. head coach. Yep. The running backs weren't terrible, and they've just – it's a complete and total meltdown. So seeing how bad they are, seeing how consensusly they will be the number one pick is shocking. I don't think we've seen – like even with the 0-16 Browns team, the 0-16 Lions team, like – I mean, that still had Calvin Johnson. You still had – Right, right. Like there were players you could – see doing something. There's no one on this team that I really see doing anything. Yeah, there's, there's no one making plays. Yeah, outside of maybe Josh Rosen, who could get better as the year goes on, but we'll see. Uh, I, I do like Xavier, but... Yeah, I like Xavier, too. He's uh, the only one on the defense that is really shining out to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I really, really like the idea, if I'm a GM looking for a quarterback, of yeah. trading for Rosen. Because yeah. they're going to take Tua. Here's what I just don't get about the Dolphins. Are they going to take Tua? That's what why, I was thinking. Why would they That's trade for Rosen? All they've been doing is accumulating picks. So Why would they trade for Rosen then? So the only thing that doesn't make sense. If you want to talk about prime trade-down opportunities, that's it right there. If huh. you have an one overall pick and you're fine with Josh Rosen as your quarterback, and even with as many holes as they have on their defense, if yeah. Josh Rosen is serviceable, they can trade down and get whatever they want. And they, I mean, they already have what? Two first-round picks, three first-round picks? I think they have two firsts, two seconds, and an additional third. Yeah, so, And next year as well. I mean, they'll get a ton for trading down right there. That's not to say that that's going to work. It's not bad to those picks. But it depends on how good Rosen does. It, it really, really depends on how good Rosen does. So That's not bad, dude. I mean, just stockpiling picks over the next two years, just, just a boatload of them. Yeah. And just build up your depth. Yeah. So, I mean, if they can trade down, because I really want to see who's going to trade up. Because we've talked about before, there are so many teams that, I mean, you want to talk about the Bears, you want to talk yeah. about the Vikings, like teams that if they have a good quarterback, they're in the Super Bowl or they're deep in the playoffs. If they are willing to give up that much to move up and grab what they think is their guy, whether it's Tua, Herbert, whatever, like that would be Shoot. huge. I just had a horrible vision of Jake Fromm in Chicago with that defense. <laughs> uh, what's one of your surprises? Uh, Shaq Barrett. Yeah. Nine sacks out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, first four games. One year prove it deal. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've heard of Shaq Barrett. I've never really watched him play. Yeah. This guy's insane this year. Yeah. And I mean, the, the Bucks have been such a surprise. Yep. I think because we watched week one against – I think I said it in week two. Like we watched week one against the Niners, and, I mean, they kind of just bullied the Niners wide receivers. Yep. It, it might be because they actually have a decent defense, and I think he's definitely a large part of that. Yeah. And they got Bruce Arians just airing yep. the ball out with Jameis. They, they look – they're probably my uh, biggest surprise team. Yeah. And they're they nice. Were, like we talked about all our dark horses. They were not even close. Nope. Uh so my second one is how beatable the Eagles have looked. I don't think okay. the Eagles have not been injured in the past five years. And yeah. 
they cannot win in the playoffs if they don't fix their defense. They got to do something in second. They got to do dude. something. I mean, even going back to week one against the Redskins, the Redskins are terrible. And there were several times that Redskins almost won that game. Probably should have won that game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now they lost Deshaun Jackson, who still is not back. Jeffrey's been banged up. He still didn't look healthy against the Packers. And uh, Winston's gotten better. I think he struggled week one and week two. And I've been hating on him. He's looked better the past two weeks. He looked very good on Thursday but, night, dude. Yeah, the team overall, I, I mean, it looks beatable. It does and, look like beatable. I said, if we had Darnold, I would say we could win the game. We probably wouldn't, but we could if things went our way. See, I'm much higher than the Eagles than you. I, 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 I picked him for my Super Bowl, and I feel decent about it at this point. Yeah, so uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I just – I've been – because they're kind of a consensus playoff run, deep Super Bowl team. Yeah. And they just – they don't – they just look very beatable to me. I like their D-line a lot. Their D-line is really good. If their secondary can heal up, they're going to be fine back there. Yeah. Wentz, to me, is playing – he's a top-five quarterback this season with Russ, Mahomes – it's like those three probably right now for me. Uh, and uh, I love Miles Sanders and the running back rotation. Yeah. They've got a pretty solid O-line that bullied us in the trenches. Bullied us. Yeah. And if they can get their wide receivers to start catching balls, I, they're a pretty complete team once their secondary comes back. Yep. So um, – one of my biggest surprises is the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Just think, as a team. Yeah. I think everybody knew their defense was really good. But, yeah. I, I mean, I know I hit it on Josh Allen in the draft. I don't exactly remember what you thought. But, I mean, he's looked good. He's looked he has. pretty good. He um, has. Look, I think he has limitations, like, down the stretch in the playoffs. Yeah. But he has definitely looked good. They probably should have beat the, the Patriots. Uh, they're – they, they need they need a running back. Um, they do, but Gore's been uh, hanging in there. Gore, Gore's been hanging in there, uh, and they did lose um, what's his face, the rookie they just drafted. Singletary, always, yeah, Devin Singletary. Uh, but I mean, I, I'm really interested to see because if he hadn't, if Allen hadn't gone out against the Pats, I, I don't know if that changes the game at all. But I would have liked to see him stay in there the full time. Yeah. Uh. I think the Bills are just extremely well coached. I think McDermott is such a good coach. They are. I, I love their defense so much. Yeah. It's incredible. The, uh, um, Tredavious is so good, dude. Tredavious is really good, yeah. And it, it almost makes me feel good that they did that to Tom Brady because they did the same thing to Darnold week one, and we still should have won that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just choked it away. So it makes me feel good watching them play and be like, all right, we were almost there. Yeah. Um, I, so my yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, last one was how impressive all these backup quarterbacks have been. Yep. Because I, I mean, you remember a few years ago, the backups consensus backups are you have Ryan Fitzpatrick coming in, you right. got TJ Yates, you got Tom Savage, you got like just these people that come in and you're just wow, this is just a, they're just losing this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like the past couple of years, the backups have been pretty good like you had when Garoppolo went out you had uh yeah uh Nick uh, Mullins come in and you had the Iowa CJ Bathard come in yeah, yeah yeah and they both looked good which I think is largely due to Shanahan but they were impressive and now this year you have Minshew you have Kyle Allen you have Mason Rudolph 
I mean, Luke Falk hasn't been great, but like these people are, they're impressive. Well, it's, it's interesting. So my third one was Minshew. So we're kind of the same here, but yeah, uh, that Vic, that I, that image I sent you today of Vic, when he was talking about Tua, that's (laughs) my guy. And in that, in that, uh, column he wrote today, he said, look, the offenses and the rules have shifted so in favor of the offense. It's never been easier to play quarterback. You can't get hit. You can get penalties down the field to move the ball. They're playing more in college. It's like it's never been easier to be a quarterback. So do you really need to take one first overall? Do you get guys like Minshew coming in and all these guys, all these backups, like you just said, coming in and having success? Do you need to invest a first overall pick in a guy when you get a Minshew in the fifth or sixth or whenever he was, sixth, I think. It, it, and I was like, that's a, that's a decently interesting point because there's never been more serviceable quarterbacks in this league than right now. Ah, uh, it is an interesting point. I don't buy it at I, all. I don't necessarily buy it yet, but I think he has a – I don't know. I, I think it's because a trend that he knows. There are so many little things that go into a quarterback having success. And I mean, True. like, True. you want to talk about the good backups. I mean, there's still plenty of bad backups. I mean, just look at the Jets. Even before Simeon now, he wasn't doing good. Falk hasn't been great. And you can't – I mean, is it the offensive line? Is it the coaching? Is it just the quarterback? Yeah. And for Minshew, is it a good game plan that, you know, perhaps we're not seeing? I mean, that same game, Leonard Fournette ran for 250 yards. Like, that helps the quarterback out a lot. Right, 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 right. And – I don't know. I, I refuse to believe that because, I mean, what position does the Dolphins need the most right now? It's quarterback. Uh, is it? They got Rosen. Rosen. I, I would. I'd probably argue it's O line. I mean, you could argue O line, but is O line is finding a good O lineman as rare as finding a good quarterback? No. No. And Rosen is maybe serviceable. But right. I, I do fully believe that if you put two on that team now, he helps them more than Rosen does. Okay. I, I don't know. Like, and you took it – I don't know. Like, there's no other – like, I mean, the quarterback's the most important position on a team. True, right? true, 100%. Like, if for teams that need a quarterback or teams that need – like, you would have to take them one overall if they're there. I mean, that's what the whole – I mean. I agree. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, like, two is going to go first overall, or or, uh, her, or one of the quarterbacks is going first overall. But, like, how many teams legitimately need a QB right now? It's not that many. Like, like in the past, it's been – there's, like, eight or nine quarterbacks that can win the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. There's way more than that now. There is. There is. It's because of the rules and, and all the time that they get in and, college to study and play yeah. more now. And and... So I think, I think the Bears are the perfect example. I think the Bears have a great defense. I yeah. think the Bears have good wide receivers. They have good running backs. They don't have a quarterback. Right. And so if you miss on there, it doesn't matter how good the rest of your team is. And so if you're, you have a guy at number one you can take that's going to be good, you have to take him. I agree. I agree with that. I, I definitely agree with that. 
but it does seem like there are more opportunities it to does. hit on one later in the draft. It does. If you so, didn't take one high, these stupid let's, nats. <laughs> let's talk about that. I have this written down. Okay. So I'm going to read off these names. Mason Rudolph, uh, Gardner, yep. Luke Falk, Kyle Allen, Teddy, Jacoby, Rosen. Yeah. Who is still starting next year and who is still starting for the same team? I would say, uh, I would say Jacoby is starting for the Colts. Um, uh, I would say ah, Gardner's tough. I'm going to say yes, he is. I think he's won that job, and he's got the city. Definitely has the city. He has the entire country. <laughs> he's got the country. Uh, Kyle Allen, I'm not. I'm not going to say he's starting yet. Uh, who are the other ones? Uh, Mason Rudolph, Luke <sighs> Falk. Luke Falk, no. Mason, <laughs> <How> dare you? <laughs> no, that's good for you because Darnold's going to be starting. Yeah, no. Mason Rudolph, I haven't seen anything from him in two weeks. Now maybe he'll maybe he'll light it up second half. I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, uh, but I, I, they, I don't think they have another quarterback on that roster. They traded away Dobbs, and they don't have a first round pick, so they might have to find yeah. one late. He could start just because they have no one else. Oh no, Big Ben's coming back, so he's not starting. Uh, Teddy and Rosen. Teddy's not, and uh, Rosen probably is not either. <laughs> So I'd say he's two. not starting or he's not starting for the same team? I'd say he's not starting for the Dolphins. He could be starting somewhere else. Interesting. Okay. Just curious. So I'd say Gardner and uh, the other one I said. Okay. Uh, Jacoby. power rankings. Who are your top four teams? Top four teams. Uh, I'm going to go top down. Patriots one. Chiefs two. Saints three. Lions four. Ooh, so I got Pats one, Chiefs two, Seahawks three, Cowboys four. Okay. The Lions still tied the Cardinals week one. I'm pulling that against them. You, so you have the Cowboys higher than the Saints? Yes. They just Because I, I know they literally just beat them. Without Breeze. But without Breeze. If they play again, I'm still picking the Cowboys. I know that's dumb, but – okay. I, there's just so many little things that went into that game. If they play again, I'm still going to pick the Cowboys. You know, the Seahawks almost lost to the Bengals, and they got routed by the Saints. But Russell Wilson. I can't not pick Russell Wilson. Because <laughs> I made this after watching that game last night. I'm like, I can't not pick Russell Wilson now. <laughs> that, that, dude, the Seahawks hype was so real today on Rich Eisen. <laughs> I know. Every time they win a game like this, they just go through the roof. Because like, they can do this every week. They, they yeah, have, dude, they always win these magical games. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Bo- bottom bottom four? four? Yeah. I got Dolphins, Bengals, Jets, Broncos, Falcons fifth. It's one to, <laughs> throw, one to throw that in there. <laughs> um, yeah, I have uh, Dolphins, Jets, Skins, Raiders. Raiders? How about the it. Bengals? The Bengals still almost beat the Seahawks week one. That was like a month ago. <laughs> they just got killed by the Steelers. Yeah, I don't know. It's subjective. So actually, <laughs> if you want to know what I literally have written down, I have Raiders slash Cards slash Broncos. And I kind of just wanted the Raiders because I was feeling it. Because, I mean, Broncos have Joe Flacco. They can't be that bad. 
Like, dude, he's Joe Cool. Joe Cool. <laughs> fourth, fourth worst team in the league. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit of college real quick before we move on. Uh, I read this athletic article saying how Georgia should have kept Justin Fields over Jake Fromm. What are your thoughts? I totally disagree. Yeah. Uh, to me, Tom or uh, Fromm has a little Tom Brady in him. Uh, I agree. By that, he's just got this it. He's got this intangible, unspoken thing. He's yeah. a leader of men. He's not the flashiest guy. He's not Fields. He doesn't have the talent of Fields. He's just an intelligent, dependable, solid rock leading the team. And that one play against Notre Dame, they brought a blitz up the middle. They're on like the 20-yard line about to score. They bring a blitz unblocked up the middle. He knew it was coming the whole time, and he had exactly where he was going. And put a beautiful back shoulder fade right the in the end zone. Best back shoulder fade thrower in college football. Oh, it's I've ever so seen. So good, dude. And the out routes. He's the best out route yeah. thrower in college football. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think Fields. I mean, he could have beat Fromm out, and he didn't. Yeah. And he's playing, I think, in a weaker conference with a more quarterback centralized offense. And Fromm's not. Fromm's playing in a run-first offense. Yeah. And, and who has Fields played so far? Nobody. 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 And so, general college football, Ohio State blew out Nebraska, and yeah. they have shot up in everybody's rankings. Yeah. Nebraska was – they got a lot of preseason hype for the sole reason of the coaching, and they have a good quarterback, supposedly. And they have just sucked because preseason hype is never really right. And it's – now they're – like Nebraska sucks. Nebraska has sucked for the past ten years. I don't know why people thought that would change. Yeah. So don't buy in. I'm not. Um so we're gonna talk about the draft because just looking at it, I was kinda mind blown because we've talked about how good like this quarterback receiving class This is. draft is gonna be so fun, T C. So I cannot <laughs> wait for May. I'm gonna read out some of these names. Uh Jerry Judy, yep. Henry Ruggs, T. Higgins, Devontae Smith. Colin Johnson, C.D. Lamb, Jalen Rieger, and LaVisca Chenault. Yep. Those are the top wide receivers in this class right now. Over under five wide receivers drafted in the first round. I'm going under. I'm going to stick at four. Who are your four? Judy, Chenault, C.D., Rieger. Interesting. That And that is based solely on research I've seen. Okay. I have not seen uh, Rager play, and I have not seen Chenault play. I like Rager. I'm not as sold on Chenault. Um, I am going over. I think Judy, CD, T. Higgins, Henry Ruggs, and Rieger go. And okay. I think you. I think I, I really put Ruggs in there because if a guy runs a four-two, he's going in the first round. Yeah, that's fair. So you don't have Chenault in there. I think Chenault goes down as the season goes. It's hard to say, though, because I've only seen one Colorado game this season. Okay. Uh, they're just not really kind of on my must-watch teams. I want to watch him play because I've seen him go top 15 in almost every mock draft. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's hard to say. Um, but quarterbacks, so Tua, Herbert, Fromm, Eason. Bryce Perkins had an incredible game against Notre Dame. Uh, Jordan Love has had a great season for Utah State. And then Costello – 
is supposed to be pretty good from Stanford. I haven't actually seen him yet. Um, over under four QBs in the first round. Can I say four exactly? Ooh, interesting. Who are you for? Tua, Herb, from Eason. Mm, I'm taking the under three. No Eason. Yeah, no Eason, Tua, Herbert, and from. Eason's if it was good, four, though. Eason has looked good. I, I don't know. If there is four, I say Bryce Perkins takes that fourth one. I think he'd sneak in there at 30 or 31. Okay. Uh, and then running backs. Um, I think overall the class of running backs last year is going to end up being better than this class. I really think last year was underrated. Really? Um, so this year we have ETN, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers from Florida State, J.K. Dobbins from Ohio State, uh, Najee from Bama, and then Zach Moss from Utah State. Utah State has had a lot of really underrated players. Yeah. Um, so I put the over-under at three. I'm going over. Over. Who are you? Uh, DeAndre Swift, ETN, Taylor, Dobbins. Interesting. I think Najee goes second. I am taking the under. I think it's just going to be ETN and Jonathan Taylor. No Swift? Swift's better than all of them. I don't know. I really like Swift. I don't know. Swift is so quick through the whole powerful balance vision. Swift is good, dude. So what? where are you, are you comfortable with Swift in the first round? Where are you comfortable uh, I, taking – who's the first RB off the board overall? I, I think Swift is. is. Swift? Yeah. What, where does he take? Where is he going? I, I think he's going to go uh, top 12. Top 12? So – because I was really – I was trying to plan this out. He's going top 12. I think these quarterbacks, Tua, Herbert, and Fromm, uh, Tua and Herbert are definitely going top 10. Like, definitely, definitely. Definitely Probably going top, top five. five. Probably top five. If Fromm has a good year, I, I think he could go top ten. I think he could be very I, I Daniel think he Jones could too. and just sneak in there. I think he could too. Um, I think there are two different offensive linemen that are going top ten as well. Judy, maybe even CD and Rieger could also go top ten. You have the corner from Ohio State. You have Grant Delbit from LSU. Chase Young. Like, Chase, yeah, there's so many people that are going to go. Like, Gosh, they, loaded, I mean, these can dude. all be top 10. They can all be top 10. And the more I kept playing it out, I'm like, I mean, these running backs are just getting pushed out. They're just not as important. And so I think you have – I mean, I love Swift. I don't think he is a grinding running back. I think he's uh, – if you want to – I think Kamara is the best comp for Swift that I've seen out of all the comps. To really? I, nah. So uh, I think you see Jonathan Taylor and ETN, and they just have a better NFL build to them. And I think Swift is going to be really good. I think he's going to be just as good as they will, but I would take them over Swift. Taylor is Nick Chubb to me. Very okay. similar runners. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I, I, think you're, I think Swift is the best one that I've seen, though. I like ETN a lot. I like ETN more than I like Taylor. Yeah, I do too. ETN's my number one. Yeah, ETN's very good. Uh, I, I think Dobbins is pretty good too, but I want to see him against better competition. Yeah, Dobbins <clears throat> has been so up and down to me. I think he has – I wouldn't take him probably to late second. Okay. Um, but I, I think if Swift does, I think Swift sneaks in the latter half of the draft. 
Okay. I, I don't know. There's just so many other people that's taken this draft. I, I like. I almost was like pushing these running backs in the top twenty, like outside, because because there's so many other people I'd rather have first. But was Jacobs the first running back off the board this past year? And he went like twenty two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and there are a lot of running backs this year. It seems they could yeah. fall. You could be right. Huh? Yeah. I, I don't know. So. Um, and all I did was take the under. So I could just. I'll just swap out one of those guys for Swift. Who knows? Uh, but I'm taking the under three. Okay. All right. Okay. So do you have any football thing you want to bring up? No. That's it for me. Okay. Well, let's get into some segments. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So do you want to do our movie titles? Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. Do you want to start? Yeah. Okay. So I have three. Okay, I have three as well. That works out. Perfect, perfect. Okay, my first one, I'm going to start off with just a little layup. Uh, just a classic. To mock a killing bird. <laughs> this is the story of a giant vulture who kills and then preys on the remains of the most unfortunate of chaps in the 1860s London. Driven by fear and the increasing angst of the populace, the city's leaders try anything and everything to kill the giant flying beast, but to no avail. Bodies scatter the streets. Disease spreads until one boy, freckled, no more than 10 years of age, wearing a little popper's hat, does the unimaginable. He looks the vulture in the eyes and does the chicken dance in front of him. What happens next? Tune in to find out at your local theater. <laughs> to whoever, mock a killing bird. Whoever directed uh, Sharknado is like, this is his next movie. <laughs> yeah. This is it. You found the next series of franchises of horror beast movies. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that guy and then we'll get uh, Hitchcock to consult because mm. he made birds. Mm, that's good. That's good. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, my first one. Um, we all know Brother Bear, the touching animated movie of a brother and yes. his. Yes. Um, this is Bar Bro 3. Okay. The highly anticipated sequel to Bar Bro 1 and Bar Bro 2. <laughs> Bar Bro 3 takes it to the next level. After washing up in a shady joint in Sydney, Australia, our hero, Malvin, finds himself drinking with his new Bar Bro, Cricket. And as a group of men walk into the bar and kidnap Malvin and Cricket, they are led on a series of adventures involving hidden treasure, dingoes, kangaroos, <laughs> and encounters along the Australian coast that will leave you shaken. Where do I buy my ticket? <laughs> <laughs> it took me forever to find that one. Uh, I'm more excited about my other two. So Same. <laughs> okay. Those are Let's our warm-ups. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, my second one, uh, widely regarded as the best movie of all time, Shawshank Redemption. I've rearranged all the letters <laughs> into pinworm hands, shake teeth. <laughs> okay. Pinworm hands, shake teeth. This is the story of an elderly woman who is averse to washing her hands. One summer evening after a night of sushi... She heads to the bathroom and takes care of some business. She leaves the loo unwashed, and one way or another, 
contracts worms. <laughs> they swim through her body, laying their eggs, and doing other parasitic things. But there's a twist. <laughs> These worms are friendly. They don't mean any harm. They just want to swim around and hang out with friends. They find their way into her cranial cavity, and what do you know? They meet up with their animalistic neighbors, the canine teeth. <laughs> Worms and dogs have always gotten along. They shake their hands and begin a long friendship inside this woman's body. The end. What a happy movie. That's like the... You know how like those movies, like if one company puts out one movie, one company will put out an extremely similar movie? Yes. This is like the movie that should have come out alongside Osmosis Jones. What is Osmosis Jones? You ever saw... It's like... It's like uh, it's like a one of those half animated, half real cartoon movies where there was this guy just walking around, and then it was like inside his body, it was like the animated story of this uh, white blood cell that was a police detective. <laughs> what? How did you never see that? It was like a TV show for a long time too. Osmosis Jones. Yeah. You see the yeah, quarterback but... for the New York Giants. <laughs> Jeez, what a lame name. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I like it. <laughs> very, very touching, heartwarming. Thank you. Thank um, you. So, Joker came out, and this movie is Joker. I hardly know. Her. <laughs> this is a movie about a guy named Ted who constantly makes the er, I hardly know her jokes every time it is, the opportunity presents itself. So, one day, He's taken like Liam Neeson's daughter yeah. and tossed in a trunk and thrown into a river, shackled to a giant weight by his friends. And the story of their lives and dealing with the consequence of murdering the Joker. <laughs> One of our friend's ears are ringing right now. <laughs> Did you say they throw him into what? A river. River? By weights. Oh. Gotcha, you gotta finish it. You gotta finish it. I barely even know her. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I typed that out and never even noticed. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's third a good one. one. Tuesday, I like it. Okay, my third one. I mentioned this, I, I believe, yesterday on um, Fortnite, The Green Mile. Mm-hmm. Classic movie, uh, anagrammed into The Green Lime. Mmm. Our protagonist, a young green lime named Leo, finds himself wanting to be a yellow lemon and is not comfortable in his own peel. Follow along as this boy finds his footing and makes his way into this vast, scary world, parentheses, and maybe into a refreshing summer recipe or two. <laughs> From the producers of the Veggie Tales, the green lime has no shortage of life lessons and motifs, great for any young child suffering with self-confidence. Rated PG for some acidic humor. <laughs> Dude, you've hit the nail on the head for all these touch, touching childhood <laughs> yeah. movies. I'm in a very this positive mood this afternoon when I was typing these out. <laughs> okay, the last one. Uh, the cult Disney Channel classic, Get a Clue. <laughs> this is a cute leg. <clears throat> <laughs> I been... love this one already. It's been two years since the events of A Christmas Story. Young Ralphie has grown slightly taller and less chubby and has learned to appreciate the strange lamp in the window. The leg that lights up the world. Displayed prominently in the living room window, it draws the eyes of everyone who passes by until it draws two eyes 
too many. The Wet Bandits, <laughs> fresh off a prison escape after their defeat in New York at the hands of Kevin McAllister, are searching for one last score before hanging up their coats and driving off into the night. When they spot the leg in the window and recognize it as an antique worth millions, they plan to hit the house when Ralphie's family leaves to go visit his grandmother for the weekend, leaving him in charge of the house. Him and his new best friend who just moved into the neighborhood, Kevin McAllister. I'm smiling ear to ear. <laughs> it's the crossover we need. Oh my goodness. Ralphie with the BB gun. Kevin barking out orders. Oh my goodness, TC. Three you've done it. Fire! <laughs> Fire! You've done it, TC. That, that I would pay major one. money for. <laughs> that would rake it in. That would rake it in. Can I, can I get the name one more time? Uh, close it. Acute leg? Acute leg. Acute leg, yes. Well done. <laughs> well done. Good sir, you genius. <laughs> I think this is my favorite segment we do. It's fun. I, I like this, this one a lot. It took a lot of creativity. I had like four or five different movies I just couldn't work out. I just kept pulling the next one, the next one, the next one. I, I love uh, like you you get the anagram and then it's like, okay, how do we make this story? <laughs> <laughs> this this is so fun to do. Yeah. I love it. It's like who could be dumber? <sighs> Yeah, I was type. It was when I was typing out the cute leg that I was like, "This is so <laughs> stupid." It's great. Dude, it's funny how when you just start writing, your mind just carries you where you like. Yep. I, I don't know. Like the second you just accept stupidity and creativity, it just you have no idea where you're gonna end up. Yep, I love yep. it. We should do this more often. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Okay, uh, are you ready for our next segment? Yes. Does this have a name? We're gonna call it "Who'd You Rather." Okay. Keep it simple. Again, inspired by Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. So who'd you rather date, TC? Here's, here's, I have eight imaginary girls. I have descriptions okay. for eight girls. And uh, you're going to tell me which one you'd rather date or marry or whatever. And then, I'll, and then we'll see who you end up with after all eight. Okay. Very simple. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Who'd you rather? A rural farm girl, red hair, freckles, long legs, with an awkward sense of humor but a good heart. She loves to hula hoop and knows how to milk a cow. Mm. Deep southern accent. In tune with nature, but not with the intellectual aspect of life. Or, would you rather, a city slicker with an attitude, short dark hair, hard outer shell, perhaps a natural defense mechanism for her small stature. Inside, she's a little teddy bear, though. Someone who could raise her kids. She has a weird group of friends who she hangs out with, and gets New Jersey manicures. Raspy smoker voice. <laughs> I'm going the farm girl. <laughs> okay. So would you rather the farm girl or a pear-shaped Brazilian model? Gorgeous. No personality at all, and she can barely understand your jokes. What she lacks in interesting conversation, though, she makes up with her special Taco Tuesday recipe. <laughs> um, as tempting as the Taco Tuesday recipe is, if I don't get validation from someone laughing at my jokes, I'll be in the corner and be depressed all day. We're going to Farm Girl. Okay, Farm Girl it is. Next. Someone that doesn't have any intellect will definitely appreciate it. <laughs> okay. All right, rural Farm Girl or a California girl. She knows she's hot and she is. 
Blonde, tall, and she used to play volleyball. Very fun, and, very fun and flirty girl, and she knows her sports, which is a plus. Only downside is she likes watching the Kardashians and will quiz you on the names, and she will not leave the West Coast. Uh, farm girl. Farm girl it is. I think a large part of this is I'm still crushing on Lexi V, and so I'm like, <laughs> Dude, biased. I, I was just thinking that. Okay. Farm girl or musician girl. Not the most beautiful, but extremely intoxicating. She can play the piano. She specializes in Billy Joel songs, saxophone, and flute. She can also sing. Only negative is her fingers, which have become gnarled and mangled after years of nonstop cracking of knuckles. Oh, and her hands are bigger than yours. What songs does she play? Uh, she specializes on the piano with Billy Joel songs. Billy Joel. Yes, Billy Joel. <laughs> Um, That's how the Irish pronounce it. <laughs> I heard that like my first month of working here. They, they were talking about Billy Joel. I have said it that way ever since. Oh, I didn't tell you. Um, so I was doing the whole glass door review thing at my job. Yeah. And I submitted a request to talk to a representative. And the guy called me. He's in Dublin. And so I'm what? sitting there talking to this Irish guy who is based in Glassdoor. He's telling me about this giant hurricane they're having in Dublin and they're not prepared at all. And so they're having to shut down the office for like four days. So I have, I'm not going to hear from them until next week. They have hurricanes in Dublin? He said it's the first major hurricane they've ever had. And That's they didn't really fishy. know what to do. <laughs> That's fishy. It was weird. I was like, oh, well, like, good luck, man. He's like, oh, thanks. Thanks, laddie. Thanks, <laughs> um, crack there, laddie. <laughs> having said that, I'm still going with the redhead farm girl. Gosh, TC. It's All hard. Right. It's hard. Okay. Intoxicating musician is tempting. Okay, we've got three more. Rural farm girl or dancer girl. Jazz, tap, ballet, you name it, she's done it, and she's good. Great conversationalist. Stable family with plans to open up dance studios for the underprivileged children of the world. However, that is where her motherliness runs dry, as she does not want children of her own. Dancing is really attractive. It is. Where's she from? She's from uh, the Midwest. Give me a hair color. Brown. I'm going dancer. Dancer girl it is. Okay. All right. Would you take dancer girl or the most beautiful girl you've ever seen? Stunning, funny, intelligent. However, she's a New England fan and continually tells you how she'd cheat on you for Tom Brady if she had the chance. And she's serious. Dead serious. Ugh. Like she would 100% cheat on you if she had the chance. But she's the most beautiful girl you've ever seen. She continually tells me that. She tells you it and she would if she could. Is she the most beautiful female Tom Brady has ever seen? Is she? Yeah. Yeah, she's stunning. Ah, sticking with the dancer. That's so annoying. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Last one. Are you going to go with dancer girl or the perfect girl? She's funny, cute, beautiful, smart. You guys click. She loves your family and thinks you're the one. She gives off a Deborah from Baby Driver vibe. She's driven but laid back. 
she pushes you to be the best, the best version of yourself. Oh no! However, she has a toe ring. <laughs> Which toe? Frog toe. The nastiest one. <laughs> And it's on her left foot. There is always a chance I'll end up going blind anyway. I'm taking I'm taking toe ring. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is, folks. That was our first version of Who Do You Rather. That was good. TC Dude, that ends was up good. with a toe ring. <laughs> okay. So I definitely want to do that for you next time. I, I set up a movie one, but okay. it's nowhere near as uh, detailed. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Uh, so... This is just kind of basics. Um, Rocky or Rambo? Uh, I, I need which one and which one. Um, I think Rocky one, Rambo three. Uh... Or you could do Rocky two. Or should we just do Rocky three, Rambo three? <coughs> Partial or Rambo three. I don't really know why. Rambo three is... Is that Afghanistan? Uh, yeah, that should be the... That's the chick with the uh, uh, Rambo Three is the desert one, right? Like Afghanistan desert. Yeah. What's the name of it? Uh, it should be. It's just Rambo Three, right? Is it? Yeah, it should be the desert one. Yeah, it is the desert one. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna go uh, Rocky. Okay. Rocky, Back to the Future. Uh, I'm going Back to the Future. Back to the Future, Ferris Bueller. Ah, I'm going Back to the Future. Back to the Future, Home Alone. Two? Or one? We'll go two. We'll go two. I'm going Back home. to the Future. I'm going Home, home Alone. Home Alone 2? Yeah. Um, home Alone 2 or Monster House? <laughs> Basically the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love all these callbacks we do to our stupid <laughs> conversations throughout the week. I'm going with Home Alone 2. Uh, Home Alone 2, The Dark Knight. Oh, you chump. Such different movies. <sighs> I'm going Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2, Baby Driver. I'm going Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2. Inception. Home Alone 2. <laughs> Home Alone 2. Interstellar. <laughs> oh, you jump. What, what did you do? You just went down my favorite movies list yeah. and put them all in there? <laughs> Torture your soul. That was the whole goal. Uh, I'm going to go. Fascinating. Oh, dude. You chump. I'm going to go Interstellar. Interstellar. Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. I figured Star Wars would win at the end, so I put it. I wanted to see. I was really curious how far Back to the Future and Home Alone would get. And I'm honestly shocked. Uh, I could go Home Alone over Interstellar. I thought you were about to. I almost did. I could do it. And I might do it if, if we played again. Would it ever be Star Wars? It would never beat Star Wars. Okay. The, the thing is, like, like 
I don't know if I should be thinking about it this way, but I'm thinking if I'm locked in a dark room the rest of my life and one movie has to play over and over on a TV for the rest of my life. That's how I plan this out. Yeah. <laughs> then I'd probably have to pick Home Alone over Interstellar. I couldn't watch Interstellar over and over again for the rest of my life. Yeah, I couldn't but either. I also definitely could not watch Home Alone 2 over and over again for the rest of my life. It would be easier than Interstellar, though. Ba- it, like, Back to the Future and Home Alone would be a good to have on loop, I think. Yeah. I don't... You cannot watch a movie like Inception or Interstellar over and over again. No, you can't. I think it's so it misses dense. the point, and it kind of tortures you. Yeah. You, you lose it. Yeah. But you need that, something light. That feeling coming out of Interstellar, I've never felt coming out of a movie before, though. Nope. I agree. Um, okay. Well, yeah, that was uh, the last segment I had. Do you have anything else? That's, that's all I got. That's all I got uh, this week. Uh, big I week am, next week. Yeah, I'm pumped for next week. I'm pumped for next week. So next week we have Tori confirmed, Rhea confirmed, Brianne confirmed, and what are we calling it? I believe the working title right now is The Goat Olympics. The goat of the goats. The goat of the goats. We're going to so, basically just put them through trials. Uh, I think we could do a singing competition. I think we could do a spelling bee. Yeah, we got to get Arnav in. Arnav is not confirmed. We got to get Arnav in. He'll probably, he'll probably do it as long as he yeah. doesn't have work. Yeah, he doesn't have life. Um, okay. We could, do, well, we could do a joke telling competition. We could oh tell the funniest God. joke. Gosh, that would be great. I think we should even do pickup lines. We could. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I like the pickup line thing is so great. <laughs> I love the pickup lines, dude. I like um, any segment we do that involves some sort of relationship, girls, pickup lines. They're so fun. Oh, yeah, they're great. They're great, especially considering two of them will be girls. Three yes. of them will be girls. Well, Brand doesn't count. <laughs> That's a dude. Uh, have we had Vish on the podcast? We have never had Vish on the podcast. No, we got to get him on. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. We also still have to do a podcast review of Schwinn's podcast. Or is it Amon's podcast? Uh, I, I guess we'll have to decide on a review. Maybe that's a negative. We don't know who owns the podcast. Ooh, that's a good point. They don't even have a Twitter yet, do they? I don't think they do. Yeah. They're, Are they they're real f- podcasts? They don't have a Twitter? No, they're fake. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, they don't even have a celebrity like sponsorship. Oh, also, by the way, I didn't tell you this, but uh, Basher Suitcase Guy was in contact with me about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. He said he's been super busy. He's going to join us, just not soon. So okay. he's still coming. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not worried. I mean, he, uh, what? They don't – he's probably filming. He's got vacation. I'm not following the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I mean, pretty soon, yeah, Christmas coming around. He'll get to us when he gets to us. Yeah, he'll get to us soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's all we have for this week. So we will see you guys next week for the GOAT Olympics. Woo! Adios.